hey, hey, how are y'all doing this rising? This is Soul Sister Therapy, Child of Trauma Podcast. I am your host, Plum Queen. Peace, peace. And I'm your host, Queen Misha. All right, all right. Now, I'm going to keep it real. Queen Misha has no idea what I want to talk about today. So <laughs> we are going to get her live, you know what I'm saying, reactions to this conversation. I want to piggyback on Tuesday's um, episode and it's going to segue into, I guess, the next phase of what I've been talking about as far as how your childhood experiences affect how you treat people, you know what I'm saying, and how you view, you know, your relationships and whatnot. So get right into it. So I've been binge watching, well, I binge watch a celebrity couples retreat on VH1. So six couples. Some of the celebrities, you know, supposed to be there talking about they love life, getting spice back, fixing their issues and all that good stuff. And all I saw the whole time was nothing but childhood charms. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm Amongst the fakery, because we all know it's TV and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so last week I was speaking on the just hilarious storyline. Her and a man that she's been dating for a few months. They're both from Baltimore. He has an issue um, with allow, uh, with communicating and truly allowing himself to love somebody because of his abandonment issues. His mother, um, he never met his father, uh, never even seen a picture of him. And then his mom could contracted um, HIV when he was a child and she died. So he has been living with abandonment issues his whole life. So that's how he has dealt with women. He pretty much just keeps them at a distance. He'll be nice for the most part, but he doesn't do, he, he really doesn't get emotional. He's not, he doesn't even know how, I don't want to say fake it, but it's almost like he don't know how to put bees with honey. He all, he's like brutally honest. He has no empathy. You know what I'm saying? When he speaks and he, and to him, he feels like he's just being honest. You know what I'm saying? I, women say you want honesty and all that jazz. So this is what I'm giving to you. But he has no emotion behind it. No, I don't want to say feminine energy, but he is clear. He doesn't know how to deal, you know what I'm saying, with women and their emotions. Mm-hmm. So this comes from, you know, okay, his background. And you don't find this out until the end of the last episode, you know what I'm saying, of the show. So that's what I was speaking about um, last week. So this week, I kind of want to talk about just hilarious is expe- expectations, because that's also a problem. They were, I'll give you the scenario, um, Michael Blackston. I'm sure everyone knows who that is, the, the, the African comedian. Mm-hmm. So he is dating um, this Asian woman. And Michael Blackston is, I'm not even going to call him a polygamist because he's not a polygamist. He's just out there fucking everything. I'm just going to keep it real. Michael Blackson, and I'm going to try to find out his story and why he acts the way he acts. I got an idea, but he pretty much is keeping it real. He is not giving up um, sleeping with multiple women. The girl he's with, she was one of his one of his many, and for whatever reason, her personality was popping, so he bumped her up, you know what I'm saying, to the bottom bitch or whatever. She want to get married now. She feel like she's special. And now she feels like he's supposed to get rid of, you know, his girls. But that's not what their arrangement was. So the Daniel guy, to get to the point, of course, he agrees. So, of course, Jess Larry's like, oh, hell no. You know what I'm saying? What you mean? Like, you know, he was like, well, I don't, he doesn't feel like he should marry somebody or to make them happy or should do anything to make a to person make somebody happy. else happy because right. if it's not making me happy, then what's it? Exactly. Well, Jeff Salarius is like, what do you mean? You know what I'm saying? Why wouldn't you want to do things to make the other person happy? And the way he was explaining it, I can see why she, you know what I'm saying? She took that stance, but mm-hmm. he was a thousand percent right. Mm-hmm. It is no one else's responsibility to make you happy. You are supposed to be happy. Being together should just automatically make you happy. You know what I mean? And then it just becomes more happiness. But for you to say, to have this man expect him to marry you to make you happy, you're asking for a divorce. Right. And then most of the time women aren't patient enough to wait for the man to become ready to propose. They want to try and force the proposal on the man. So given the timeline, well, we've been together two years. So 
uh, I'm gonna need a ring. And in reality, if that man's waited two years and hasn't mentioned marrying, more than likely he probably don't want to marry you. And not only that, but you don't know what he's working through or what he's trying to build and what he has, you know, envisioned for his wife. So you rushing him to marry you prematurely does not help him with building the solid foundation that he's trying to build. That just adds stress on because now you're paying for a wedding before you're ready, you know. Now you're getting into a relationship and you're still not even sure if that's the one for you. You're just doing it because this person is hounding you every day, you know? Absolutely. And that kind of bleeds into some of the other couples as well. Mm -hmm. This uh, chick named Claudia, she's a TV personnel. Um, she was also, I think, on Atlanta Housewives, one of them Housewives situations. But yeah, she's been dating her guy for three years and because she's in her, I'm going to say she's in her 40s. So everybody around her is, when y'all going to get married? You know what I'm saying? When is he going to, you know what I'm saying? When are you going to have kids? When are you going to do this? When are you going to do that? Because she decided to work on her career in her 20s and her 30s. She decided to focus on that. So now, like you just said, she's trying to rush this man. You know what I'm saying? To make this commitment because you're on a time, because you feel like you're on a timeline. Because you feel like, you know, my uterus is about to dry out. So I want to have some, finally want to have some babies. You know what I'm saying? I mm -hmm. want to be, I, I want to, what they call, I want to be an honest woman. That's another uh, perspective that we have. A lot of us feel like if you're not married, you're not an honest woman. It's something, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's something lacking because, because a man hasn't, you know what I'm saying, claimed you, you know what I'm saying, in that life. And her man, he says he loves her, cares about her. He actually, you know, he's not like Daniel. You know, he he got empathy. He know how to, you know, all of that jazz. But he sees certain things in her that may not be cool for him. Right. Exactly. In a relationship, like she's she's a she um she's a personnel, so she's always on the internet. She's always on social media because that's how she makes her money. You know what I'm saying? And but for him, most men, especially the average man. You know, they don't want to share you with everybody. Mm -hmm. They want a level of exclusive uh, exclusivity. To their woman. And, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You know, to their woman. Even with you being a socialite and all that other jazz, they still want certain things, you know what I'm saying, to be personal and only for them. Hard to do that when that's how you're making your money, but mm -hmm. you want this man to make you a wife. So there is things that come along with it. You can't have it both ways. Yeah, you can't have it both ways. Do you want to be a wife? You know what I'm saying? Because our society gives us this. You can have it all. You know what I'm saying? You can be a boss, bitch, CEO. And you can. You, and you can. But it comes with a level of stress and responsibility and weight that you have to be able to carry. Because and if you aren't able to, if you are able to keep that balance, then something's going to suffer in your life. Something's going to be and that's what I mean. Right. So that's what I had to determine because I've had in my mentality, I can be the superwoman for my man as well, for my family. Like I can own a business. I can raise my children. I can keep the home clean. I can cook breakfast, lunch and dinner for my man. Like I, I that's how I see myself. Like I can do all that. Like, cause I can keep my business from working from in home, you know, and do travel. I can build, I can do my inventory and stuff in the house. So I don't have to leave and go to a nine to five, you know, but like I say, then you have to be mentally prepared. Well, if you if you're working from home so you can raise your children and upkeep your home, then you're not ever getting a break away from work, you know, because your work is in your home with your children and your husband and the rest of your responsibilities, you know. So you have to be prepared to find some safe, some sanctuary to keep your peace of mind so you can keep things balanced, you know? Cause if not, you're going to be working when you're supposed to be cooking. You're going to be breastfeeding when you're supposed to be working, you know, you it's, it's gonna, um, it won't intertwine nicely. And so you want to make sure that you can always keep a balance in your family, your career, your finances, your relationships, you know, you want that balance. Absolutely. My thing is, I don't think we see that. And when this society tells us we can have it all, they're not talking about balance. They're mm -hmm. talking about you can you can be the CEO of some multi-million dollar company where you have to travel all over the place mm -hmm. and then still think that you can be a stay-home mom. 
that's not realistic. No. If you're going, if you want to do the, if you want to be a businesswoman, it would make sense for you to do it at home if you have children, because something is going to lack. You see doctors, you see all these professional people who have their shit, Beyonce and them. You know how many nannies they got? Right. Because it's just realistic. They don't want their children suffering. Right. They children need attention. But if you're a doctor or you know what I'm saying, or a lawyer or one of those jobs that just takes 16, 17, 18, 20 hours a day to work, you got to work extended, something is going to lack. Mm-hmm. You're either it's going to be hard for you to be the top of your game. You know what I'm saying? As a lawyer and things of that nature, and then give your children, your three or four kids, you got all the love and attention because their children are different. Mm-hmm. They all got their own personalities. They all got their own different, um, you know what I'm saying, needs and wants and behaviors and thought processes and all that. That's a lot. And this is the reason why, depending on the size of the empire you're trying to build, my question is, why do we feel monogamous relationships are the only successful relationships? Because if you have a certain size empire that you're trying to build, then it would make sure make sense that you will have uh, multiple partners in an um, ethical way, you know, multiple sister wives. Not in the U.S. of A, because in God we trust, you know, this is not in the popular society of the U.S. of A. Like, you know, because there are successful polygamous relationships happening in our country. But what I'm saying on the legal sense, on on the legal sense. On the legal sense, yeah. That's what I mean. We we rebels out here. So whatever they talking about, I'm not. But but you asked the question and that's why, because. Oh, we, we, regardless but they of also, that's because they're they're looking at being able to go to the courthouse and sign documentations and be married legally. If you don't care about being married legally through this system, then that shouldn't be something stopping you. Because as for me, I don't ever plan on going to a courthouse again and, and yep. signing marriage papers. But you the, know? Average pers- the average person that lives in this country, yeah. that's how they feel. So it's like, that's a validation for them that and that's that that's been inbreded in them so i get what you're saying because I, I said it a million times i'm not getting legally married in this country but i understand that most people do there are a lot of people no matter what we say no matter how i mean i already did though that's why i know not to do oh, it, say, well, I, already did it. I never did it i don't i in certain situations i can learn from other people's experiences that's right. well yeah let me tell you that's so overrated it's so overrated. Now, well i didn't now we <laughs> here for yours but i watched like i said i've watched my cousin you know what i'm saying in her situation i'm saying i've seen other people you know what i mean you you they have this cookie cutter you know you see this on social media and how mm. great it is and then you find out you know what I'm saying? What's really going on? The majority. And then you see people's traumas really come out because they're un- unrealistic entitlement to other people's women who walk away with all the houses and the cars and the man sitting here with not a pot to piss in but he made all of it but because she That's gave birth to like it and yeah it's about money and and that's it's a business it's a business. Marriage is a business in this country, and people don't understand that. Mm-hmm. So that's really the only way that I would ever entertain a marriage again is if me and a, me and a man sat down, we vibed that well, we had that much of a like mind mission, and we knew and figured out a way that us being married on paper was actually going to bring us in more money. That's the only way we can. That's do that. That, that, that that's fact. And I and and I will be all for that as well. Right. I will be all for that if that particular situation would be specifically for the business. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But we talk about love and community, yeah. and divine. You don't love. need that. Yeah, no, I don't. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And, and this is what I mean. So, like the name of the show is expectations to fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> Same because they will, girl. Because they're on this show, you know what I'm saying? Because of these expectations, because you're expecting one thing, thinking that this is what marriage is, because that's what society told you what it is, and it's why a lot of women out here are lonely. This is why a lot of men out here are disappointed, like on both scales, because you have you have a false expectation, a false. It's a very small, it's a very small box compared to what a relationship could be. Absolutely. Without all of the entitlement and the possession and the trauma and the attachment, the unhealthy attachment that we have on our spouses. If we were able to embrace just loving our partners freely and allowing them to still grow and evolve into the beings that they're supposed to be without trying to dictate that or control that for our benefits, 
relationships will be a lot lasting, uh, a lot longer lasting. They, yep, they will last a whole lot longer. Like I say, love is a service, and mm -hmm. we don't see that. When we think about love and romance, we're thinking about what that person is going to do for us. Most of right. us are looking for love because we didn't, again, we didn't receive it as a child. You know what I'm saying? We didn't get that from the opposite sex, learning that from it. So now we're looking for that. We're all, mm -hmm. Most of us are out here trying to fill holes in our hearts. You know what I'm saying? That was left from, again, our childhoods and whatnot. So we need to have a different perspective on what love is. Love comes from within. I know that shit sound cheesy and it sound corny, but it's the truth. Mm -hmm. What attracts people to you. So if you keep getting these toxic relationships or getting with people who, you know, aren't on the same wave as you, or at least you think they're not because in reality they are because in reality they are you they wouldn't them. be they wouldn't be in your space if they weren't so mm -hmm. that's why it's looking within so why am i attracting people who don't want commitments right because you say you really don't want a commitment because if not, you, that you don't that want man. one you don't need one most of the time it's not because we a lot of things we want a lot of things that we don't need we mm -hmm. think that's what we need but in, in in our insides our ancestors guy whoever you want to say is trying to tell you like, yeah, nah, son, nah, son, that ain't what it is. Right. And fighting it because it feels good. Being with this person feels good. And we think that that's filling up that space. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't. Because if it did, when they go away, your that space will still be filled. Mm -hmm. If you have to constantly be with this person all the time, around this person all the time, and they got to just be a certain way all the time, mm -hmm. then that... The, they're 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 trying to they're working a, a losing battle. Right. There's they're nothing they can do. Yeah, it's nothing that they can do to fix that. You have to fix it yourself. Mm -hmm. Telling you from experience. Most of the relationships right now are trauma binds. Absolutely. Please Most say of that the relationship again. because like me and my ex, we bonded because we have both been sexually abused. And that that and so our relationship was a pure sexual relationship for the last like year and a half of our relationship, two years. The only time we could really stand each other is we was laying down in the bed together, and there wasn't nothing healthy about it. You know, there wasn't no deep intimate emotions with it. It was just us trying to get our frustration out and our our feelings, you know, in an unhealthy way. But that was the only way that we both knew how to handle it, you know. And so a lot of people they have to start looking at why they're attracted to their significant other what things are you really attracted to in that person because that's what determines how um strong your relationship will end up being if you're attracted to somebody because of the obstacles that they had in their life right you know um while it's nice to admire the strength in someone um, if you are simply attracted to them because they can relate to the pain that you went through, um, that's not really the basis to build a relationship, you know, uh, maybe to share each other's stories and to, you know, help be there for each other if you guys need it. But that's not the foundation that you want to build your relationship on. It's the pain that you went through, you know? That's it. So with that, I would, I, I would tell people to... You need to might want to reevaluate your relationship, even if you're married, mm -hmm. because if you're in a trauma bonded marriage, that's not a real relationship. I don't mm -hmm. care how long it's been. I don't care how big that rock is. And you're wondering why you don't feel the same way that everybody else feels or mm -hmm. about their spouse or. You know, why yep. your home don't feel the same when you walk into it as your friends yep. and their spouses when they walk into it, you know? Yep, energy is not the same. That's a fact. And, and we really, really, really need to take that into consideration. Okay, this is not, again, this is not, I'm not trying to tell nobody to get divorced or nothing like that. I cannot tell anybody what to do in their situation. But if you want to be happy, if you want to be fulfilled and embrace life and all that stuff, these are things that you got to think about. The people around you, your environment. All of that, you know what I'm saying, is recipe for your life. Mm -hmm. So if you are laying next to, sharing energy with, and DNA with the wrong person, that's going to fuck up your life. And you have to release this um, this idea that you're, you're letting down society or your family or your children 
that when part. you decide to walk away from a, a relationship that has been formed on anything outside of just pure love and, and genuine intentions for each other. Sure thing, Kaheem. That'll be the next. Time of bonded relationships. Exactly, cousin. We got you. And so, uh, oh, peace, cousin. Look at him. He up to this AM with us. Come on then. Grand Risings. He does not know. He does not understand the pride and joy that oh. I have. You know what I'm saying? Every time you moment, see him, every time I see him, he has no idea. And I didn't. I have nothing to do with this. This is all divine. This is all him. Him wanting this. So he wants to be in the energy. Yeah, that 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 he don't he don't understand. If I don't yeah. accomplish nothing else. I feel extremely accomplished. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because of his mindset. So. Yes. So what I was saying was we have to release this idea that we're failing when we go through a divorce. Because in reality, um, the documents and stuff wasn't required back with our ancestors. You know, we weren't having to go to no courthouse and sign paperwork. We just knew when we wanted to commit to somebody and then we stayed with that person as a team and we and we went through the obstacles and stuff together. You know, it, it, you don't need a paper. That paper don't solidify nothing, you know? So if you, it doesn't solidify, it just makes it harder in reality to release when you're supposed to release. And so feeling like you're letting your children down, a child is, I promise you, most children would rather be raised in two homes with two happy parents compared to one home with two unhappy parents. Facts. You know, um, you, you're like, your, your responsibility as a parent is not to provide a perfect home. It's to provide a loving and, and free home, a safe home, a, um, a vulnerable space for your children to grow. That's what you're, you're not supposed to, you and your, your significant other, whoever you lay down and have children with, that responsibility to your parent, to your children has nothing to do with that significant other. Once your child is here. That's right. They are, these are now in separate entities. Your children are separate beings once they come into this world from the person that you created them with in reality, you know? And so your ultimate responsibility is to your children, not to someone you know isn't making you happy. That's right. Because how can you expect your children to live and be happy when they've seen you uh, settle for 18 years? When they didn't watch you be intimate? They don't know They don't know that couples who are in love slap each other on the butt mm -hmm. and kiss in the kitchen mm -hmm. and, you know, whisper dirty things to each other to where you can't, like, they don't know that because they they're they're used to you know uh quiet homes and where everybody's eating in different rooms and um yep. you know where it's just arguing or even if it's not arguing where there's just lack of emotion lack of feelings lack of sensual la sensualness lack of um you know just uh that emotional united. connection emotional right. connection like that that's important and i know several people right now whose households are like that mm -hmm. and and their minds they feel like they're giving their children you know the best environment and again i can't make nobody you can't tell nobody how to raise their kids can't tell nobody how to do that but they're going to see i kind of feel bad for the significant of the future significant others of their children because they're not gonna get that mush and that gush mm -hmm. i don't really know you know Man, that true love energy when when two people are in love, that shit's amazing. It feels yeah. really good, you know. And you don't even have to have sex. It's just the little things, conversation. Oh, yeah, conversations. A person can look. Yo, my man can look at me a certain way. See how you just rolled your eyes in the back of your head? Exactly, exactly. And people don't understand that. That's an energy. Yes, girl. I'm telling you, when, when the energy, when you connected to somebody and that energy is real and genuine, I swear you'll be you'll be 30 miles away, and you just get that thought that y'all weak to the well, knees. You'd be like, Lord. You can relive moments in your mind mm -hmm. when that's real. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing, and I, I kind of got to go back to this. Sorry, y'all. I can't tell you who to pray to and all that, but religion has a lot to do with why. You know what I'm saying? We maneuver that way. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We we feel 
we're taught, you know what I'm saying, through religion, like that, that's the way to salvation. You know what I'm saying? That's the only way, again, to be that, what's the word I had just said? An honest. Oh, yeah. That's you know what I'm saying? You know, person. Yeah, that, uh, uh, especially down here in the South. Because I hear a lot of men. Not being married, you know what I'm saying? Even other cultures, like, like in Nigerian culture, they not, I, I don't know, they don't use the word honest or not, but you are truly not a woman in certain, I don't, I'm not going to say it's for all Nigerians. I can't speak for right. all Nigerians or Nigeria, but from my experience and what I've seen, if you're not married with kids, you ain't shit. You're still, seriously, you are still considered a child. Nah, I, don't care much, I don't care how much money you make. You say you I don't care how many bills you pay. Straight up. If you're not married with children, you know what I'm saying? As a whole, they look at you funny. They look at like you're a defect, like there's something wrong with you. How come someone has not, what is wrong with you? Why hasn't someone made you a wife yet? I mean, how come you haven't used your womb? That's how a lot of people feel. Now, um, in my in my fairness um, to understand, me, I pride myself on being a woman who was given the, the gift to birth children and who does understand that men need my feminine energy, you know, that balance. And so, and then I pride myself on the partnership between the masculine and the feminine energy. So yeah, at 35, 40 years old, if, I, if I'm not in my serious relationship by then, and you know, raising some more children. I'm be kind of questioning myself too. And that's just reality. I'm be like, why ain't I married yet? And in reality, the chances that I'm supposed to be married, I'm a little free spirit. So, you know, I like to think that, but my mission could require me to be single. And I was just about to say that not everybody is meant to be married. And again, mm -hmm. that we marriage is not equate to love. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, Marriage, especially in this country, is a is a form of control. Mm -hmm. It's a is a form of possession. You're not allowed to be, you know, what I'm saying to deal with other people. You know, what I'm saying in a certain way because you're married to me. You know, what I'm saying I feel I low key feel the same way about myself in certain ways. You know, what I'm saying I'm not trying to you know go off and do things you know do sexual things with other men, but because I'm a healer. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of brothers. Mm -hmm. I, my, I, my, my, I'm my mom's only child, but my relationship with men has always been kind of in the, the brother sister situation. Mm -hmm. So I still relate to other men. You know what I'm saying? Outside of my king, I'm gonna keep it real. If him and I were married and lived together and things of that nature, I possibly would not. It would be a conflict. I'm not gonna say possibly because I'm gonna do what I'm supposed to do and fulfill my purpose. But it would possibly be a a conflict in my right. relationship because. You know what I'm saying? My man, he he has a lot of cliche thought process. Like he knows I'm not his possession, but at the same time, I am. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a damn thing. He don't. If he had it his way, he would he would not let he wouldn't want another man to breathe on me, let alone talk to me. Girl, and that's <laughs> most men. That is most. That's men. most men. That, that you know, that's the average man. You know what I'm saying? But the reality is I have a purpose. So if they got to share me. Yeah. Like I got, like I said, I got brothers. So if my, if my homeboy called me, you know what I'm saying? What a problem. It's my innate, you know what I'm saying? Energy to want to help and sit down, sit on there and talk with him for hours to work that out. Nothing sexual, nothing, you know what I'm saying? It right. has nothing to do with that. It's just simple love and you know that's another thing as traumatized um nation we have to come back to the understanding of the brother sister relationship it don't have to yeah. be sexual we have to we all want to make everything every interaction with the opposite sex sexual well can i can i see myself with them well they sexy they attractive but and then you go judging people right off the bat like you're going to be with them and what if that's supposed to be a business partner right you know what if that person is supposed to be a mentor, a guide yeah. in your life, you know? Just most one of your best friends. Men. I learn mostly from men when it comes Same. down to financial scholarship, literacy. when it comes down to you know financial literacy. So these past four years, that's where I've been getting most of my mentorship is from men. I get most of my spiritual guidance right. from women. Mm-hmm. 
Most of my spirit guides, you know what I'm saying, are women. But most of the, you know, the individuals who are teaching me things, including my man, is men. So I've learned that that's my dynamics, you know what I'm saying, with both sexes, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, in, in a spiritual sense. You really got to take away the sex thing. We yeah. more, you know what I'm saying? It's more ways to relate to each other outside of that. That is the, it's the most powerful, you know what I'm saying? But the most ill-important in the grander scheme. Yeah, it is. It really is. I promise you. you. I'm right now that your crown chakra, your third eye chakra is going to be way yeah, more. It's going uh, all the way down here. Like, the root is important, yeah. but you, we don't, we need to get up out the root chakra. Yeah, like, so that's yeah. what, exactly. We should start, we should try to make our daily interactions with people more of a higher connection. Yeah, a higher connection. Because yeah. that's the lowest form of connecting that you can do with somebody. That's the easiest form. It takes the least work in reality. Yes, it does. It, it, it only cavemen can look at each other and say, ooh, I like you. Ooh, I like you too. Let's hunt. Yep. That's basically, you know. But we're in that energy though. We Yeah, no, they're in that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to say, no, as a whole, I feel like we're not, no one wants to do that. Because like every time I talk about abstinence, yeah it's like people cannot fathom not having sex like straight up like with this roe v wade situation i have yet to hear anybody anybody right. say anything about how they're going to change you know what i'm saying and be more responsible with their sexual energy right? i yet to hear that everybody's just talking about how many bad abortions is going to be how many how many people are going to be be killed and all this other stuff because it because clear y'all are stating we're not going to change what we do we're going to keep being irresponsible because we have the right to mm-hmm and, and that's, that's literally what it is. And, 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 and that's a problem. We mm -hmm. really need to get up out of here and work up here. You 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 say you want real connections. You say you want a better life. You say you you don't want success. Well, you're going to have to make changes. You can't mm -hmm. keep doing the same shit you've been doing and expecting different results. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then even with religious people, I, I don't understand how you can believe in God so much and Christianity so much. But y'all the ones is you know won't give that up. You don't you you ain't even supposed to be fornicating. That'd be the crazy part. I don't like that. That's why I don't. I, that's why I have a hard time because I feel like a lot of things like Christianity is one of the most hypocritical religions there is. Because yeah, if you walk in the way you spoke to in the Bible, your ass should be covered up. You should not be doing nothing. You should be drinking. You shouldn't be smoking. You really shouldn't be leaving your house and partaking in this world unless like, you are doing your God work. You ain't supposed to have y'all every I don't I don't know not one one person that I've met in that religion who had did the straight and narrow that you had sex after you got married. You courted, got married, and then on your wedding night is when you gave it up. I don't know not one person. Out of my 37 years, I don't know. Not, not even the pastor, girl, because I've seen some of these pastors in theology school and the way that they be hitting me up, you would think they were porn stars. And I'd be like, this is my point. And so you're this is my point. And this is my point. So here we are putting these expectations on ourselves about who you are and what you're not if you don't get married, but nobody is doing it the way it's supposed, it's supposed to be done. Exactly. Y'all been sinning. Y'all been sinning from day one. You fucked up the first time you lost your virginity. Don't matter how old Not you even were. that, girl. They believe they came. We came into the world sin. We came into the world dirty. So and then you we came had into no the world of sinner anyway. Right. Like all of those factors. All of those factors. <laughs> and again, I'm sorry, y'all. Love y'all. Do what you do. But this is where your thought process comes from. Mm -hmm. And it's contradictory. It's contradicting. And this is why a lot of people are unhappy. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you believe it's supposed to be this way. And if you do it this way, it's supposed to work. And then when it don't, it's like, well, what the fuck? Right. And now you're disappointed and questioning your whole life. Well, questioning yourself because God don't make no mistakes, right? right? Exactly. So it can't be him. So that's why you, now you thinking about yourself. This is why we beat up on ourselves. Mm -hmm. This is why I, this is why I implore you to just, just have an open mind. I'm not telling mm -hmm. you to just denounce what you got going on, but have an open mind. You know what I mean? If it don't feel right, God, if nothing else, gave you intuition. Your intuition is them that that spidey sense is supposed to let you know that something's wrong when you truly don't understand. Right. It. That intuition is that, that gut feeling. 
that this ain't right that you keep pushing away or right and you keep pushing it away because you believe in this particular ideology or not even well, that you believe right, in it but right. that you just feel like you're supposed to do it yeah some people don't even believe in it they just do it to do it no they, well they 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 but that's what they've been taught so and again religion honestly allows you to to continuously fuck up and 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 have no consequences like that's another no response. Thing. There's no responsibility. There's no accountability yeah. because if you do something wrong, it's the devil's fault. If you do something right, then God had all had everything to do with it, mm -hmm. and, and that, that takes away. So that's when we talk about free will. How the fuck? How? How can you possibly have free will? But if you was held accountable for your see, when it comes down to spirituality, so I tell people, when it comes down to your ancestors, I can't speak about religion, but in spirituality, that shit don't rock. The energy you put out. Is the energy you're going to get back? Mm -hmm. Very odd. There is no if, ands, or buts about that. So if you kill somebody, the chances of your energy coming back down the road and you being murdered is high, just because you, it's gonna come back. If it's not that life, it'll be the next. Like what you put out is what you are getting back. You don't. And what Christians do say, you never know the day or the hour. Mm -mm. That's a fact. You don't know when it's coming. As a matter of fact, it's gonna come as soon as you change. It, yeah, that's how it always happens. Do you ever notice that? People like to think, oh well, um, well, my heart isn't the same, so that karma's not gonna come back. But like, I'm sorry yeah. if you spent your whole childhood robbing and beating up on people, and then you didn't live the year. I mean, I understand forgiveness, but you still got let. You still have to feel what those people feel felt. You still have that energy to come back to you. Because if not, then what's to keep you from doing it again? Because you don't have that overstanding. Consequences is the only thing, you know what I'm saying, that breeds change. One of the why the police keep killing us, because there's no consequences. Right. This is why the government do what they do, because there are no consequences. Like they say, they only believe in what white, white people only understand two things. Loss of finances and loss of life. Mm -hmm. Consequences. When you stop their money, change happens when their people start to die change happens so consequences you know what i'm saying itself is what you know what i'm saying what honestly put you and put disciplines you and we're not just talking about beating up on people and you know what i'm saying being abusive but <laughs> right. you know what i'm saying being held accountable for what you say and what you do it will mold you know what i'm saying make you think twice about what you say and what you do mm -hmm. that's one of the reasons why when I'm in my low energy, I don't like being around people. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why when if I'm upset with my king for any reason, don't get me wrong, I express myself, but I am very clear about what I'm not going to do. I do not emasculate him. I do not I do not disrespect him. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if I'm in that type of energy, I'm going to stay away because I understand that I am accountable for what I do. So it doesn't matter how he how I uh, how I allowed myself to feel about what he did. Let me say that right. Because can't nobody make you feel like nothing. You choose to react or feel a certain way about right. it. Right. And that's something that I would love to see a lot of us um, melanin women work on with our brothers when we loving on them is not doing it so aggressively. We feel like the only way to get a, a melanin man to listen to us is to be aggressive and to kind of be masculine with them and assertive and that's not what they need and that's not what we're supposed to do or give that's not our role you know we're supposed to be nurturing and compassionate so if you're around a masculine who doesn't allow you to be that then he's not the masculine for you because you're not supposed to have to be masculine or assertive or aggressive with your masculine that's it he's masculine yeah you don't need to masculine yeah that's not balanced yeah that, it's not you know absolutely and we we, we need we absolutely need to learn that Society help a society kind of. And that's just that you as cool. a woman. That doesn't even have nothing to do with the man, because there's no man that can. Mm. Well, I'll tell you this. My ex, my ex is, but you know, that's because he got real good at learning how to say the right effed up stuff to me that made me want to slap him in the face. But outside of him, there is no man that can say that I've ever came off disrespectful. But you know, yeah. So well, I'm gonna keep it real. That I've never been that way, but I grew up around a bunch of women who did. Mm -hmm. I watched my aunts and how they related to their men, their baby daddies, and all that. And as an adult, I, I was—I I can see how that wasn't cool. 
you know what I mean? And then I can see why a lot of them, you know, did not find, you know what I'm saying, love and relationships. Mm -hmm. They will never hold themselves accountable for their actions because they felt like they were justified for saying what they said or feeling how they felt based off of, you know, the man's actions. Mm -hmm. It's not how that works. If a man has to bring in a person, has to bring you up in up out of yourself and you got to be all in your lower self, you know what I'm saying, to deal with them, then you don't need to be with them. Right. No matter who it is. Yeah, it can be family, it can be friends, it can be it what it is. your boss. Right. But in the sake of relationships, as far as romance, you need to just let that booty go. A lot of the times you try to stay in a situation that has been had the ancestors have been trying to get you out of, but you want to stay. So this is why you're getting the behavior you're getting. This is why you're getting treated the way you, you're being treated. This is why this is going the way it's going because you were supposed to let that go and you decided not to. So you can't blame nobody but yourself because you're choosing. When people show you who they are, you believe them. Not to say that people can't change because they can't. But you, but you have no basis in determination of when they change. So why wait fact. for it? That's a fact. You, because you really do not have the power to change people. Mm -mm. You can influence. You can show the example. Then your own life, but you can't make nobody change. Mm -mm. I know people say that you change. You know, I can, you change me. That ain't true. That should sound nice, but that's <laughs> not true. No, for real, that's not true. No, I know you're right. My my king will say that. Will tend to say that. You know what I mean? I, I no, I didn't, because you could have very well not received, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? What I'm saying. You could have very well had left because, you know, you know, my man's a Christian. He could have very well, and, I, and I, I've always been conscious, but I really delved into this and really started connecting with my ancestors for the past, for the last three years. about three, four years, well, four years now. You know what I mean? So he could have left. We're not married. We ain't got no kids. He could have very well said or felt like, you know what? This is a bit much for me. I'm not into that voodoo shit. You got these cards and candles and crystals and all of that. I don't know nothing about that. I don't want no parts of that. He could have very well did that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But yeah, not. And not to say that he dabbles into it, but he sure ain't going. He's not going to stop me from doing what I do and connecting. And he's also not going to stop the energy he gets from me, you know what I'm saying, being connected. So it's all a choice. I, I did not make him do anything and vice versa. I could have very well decided not to dabble in to, you know what I'm saying, my spirituality because of the, you know what I'm saying, what I feel he's gonna feel. And I, those things have definitely crossed my mind. When mm -hmm. I first started meditating, I used to scare, I used to, I really couldn't get into it because, you know, he did the pop-up thing on me sometimes and I never wanted him to catch me meditating. Because I didn't know how he was going to feel about that. I didn't I don't know if he was going to start thinking I'm a witch and shit and, you know, all of that stuff. And, you know, with my insecurities, I didn't want, I didn't want to lose him. So I knew I had to talk to my ancestors. You know what I'm saying? I knew I had to do that. So I would try to do it in a time frame where I knew that he wouldn't be there. That, you know what I'm saying? When I first started getting into it, that's how that was. I know better now, you know what I'm saying? I've grown and I understand that this is who I am and my purpose and anybody that's going to be in my life, you know what I'm saying, has to respect yeah, power. Yeah, you just got, you have to respect that. If you don't see the positivity in what I'm doing and you think that this is a negative thing, you know what I'm saying, then no, then I don't want to be a part of your life. Yeah. I don't, I, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I want to be effective, you know what I'm saying, in a positive light in anybody's life that I'm in. So if I'm not doing that for you, it's not even about who I think I am. If I'm not resonating with your life and what you got going on, then I don't need to be there. Mm -hmm. You know, that's how I truly feel. You know what I'm saying? So we just got to keep an open mind about things. You know what I'm saying? And we really need to unlearn a lot of shit. And Especially when it comes to our relationships and what a relationship is. Absolutely. A thousand percent. Because I mm -hmm. promise you, a lot of us are not in real relationships. We're all been, we're all, most of our community is walking around with PTSD. You talk yes. hundred years, generational PTSD. So, you know what I mean? So most of us 
don't need to be in these relationships. Mm-hmm. And it's not saying that you can't relate to people, but a lot of us need to be by ourselves. We need to be or healing right now. Healing. We're still focused on all of this outside world. And right yeah. now it's time for our people to go within. And yeah. connect because right now we are in a change of times. And if we align ourselves properly, it's our time to get back realigned in the position where we were, which is not on top in this like egotistical way, but you know, we're supposed our to be kids. back in a range of orders where we was. This is our land, this is yeah. our planet, yeah. you and know, and so it's been returned to us. Our resources and stuff, you know, our freedom is being returned to us. It's hard to receive your freedom if all of your energy is going on trying to keep somebody tied to you who ain't supposed to be tied, you know, like. So, yeah, I I think that home's also to circle back around to the topic. Yeah, expectations will fuck you up, and you know we need to we need to really work on ourselves. Mm-hmm. We need to set this. You know what I'm saying? What are the expectations of yourself? What are you? You know what I'm saying? You, love is a service, mm-hmm. so be your best self. That's what everybody need to be working on, whether you're in a relationship or not. When you work on yourself as an individual. Everything else falls into falls place. In place. The people that are supposed to be around you will be around you. The people that are not supposed to be around you, they're going to fall off. And that's you know? okay. It don't matter who it is. And that's right. okay. It's all okay. You're not doing nothing wrong when people stop oh, talking. That's it. That's not a problem. I promise you, when people stop talking to you, it's for a reason. We mm-hmm. really got to stop taking those things personally. And yeah, exactly. It don't even have to be any ill intention of that person. Maybe spirit just has them in their own journey right now. And spirit needs you to be focused on you. Yep. Sometimes people take that as, oh, I'm being rejected or, oh, they don't yep. like me anymore. Or, oh, my best friend must be mad at me. But baby, just spirit just wants you to just be by your back. Yourself. Yourself, you know, that's like that's we that's spread our energies. We get so used to giving so much of ourselves energetically that it's weird not to do that. Mm-hmm. It's weird to wake up and just be like, OK, what do Misha want to do today? How does Misha feel today? What can Misha accomplish today? Not, well, what does this person need from me? Okay, let me get these calls returned and see what this person needed and wanted. And like, no, that's not supposed to be every day. Yes, you give yourself, but you can't give yourself on out of an empty cup. You know, we have to learn how to focus on ourselves first and foremost, because that's the only way that you can have an overflow and abundance of energy for the world. Yep, you share your overflow. You mm-hmm. gotta fill your own cup, but you you share the overflow. You don't give folks what's in your cup. Mm-hmm. Remember that. Because the overflow, not what's in the cup. Mm-hmm. You need what's in the cup for yourself. So mm-hmm. you're generating the overflow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that works. So, yeah. I think that's it. I, I think we, you know, we, we talked about that, you know, good and well. So yeah, let's let's stop with the expectations and yeah, let's um let let's learn to love ourselves, find love within. You know what I'm saying? And even the expectations with ourselves. Yes. Be gentle and be caring and be compassionate with yourself. Be understanding. The same grace that you give your your boss or your significant other or your children, the people in traffic, give to yourself. You know, there is no set way that this is supposed to be done. Your soul is your soul's journey and you're doing it the way that your soul needs you to do it. Okay. So don't look on social media at the other spiritual gurus. Don't look at the people in your family or your friends and then try to compare your journey to their journeys. Because it's a whole different situation with its own obstacles and blessings to be received. You know, and so when you go trying to alter your path and make it look like everybody else's path, now you're cheating yourself out of what was supposed to be directly for you. Yep. I, I, I say, you know, it's funny before we go. Right before this, I some YouTube popped up one of my one of the little uh, tarot reader. Her name is Esso Tarot. I, I like her. Her name is Madison. Okay. You might want to check her out on YouTube. S O E S O Tarot. Um, she used the Archangel, you know, little thingy majiggas or whatever. So you know, I'm not really into the Archangel thing. So what I did do was is try to find the um, the equivalent in, mm-hmm. in in Yoruba of because you know. Started in Kemet, and I feel like, you know, all religions kind of just bled out and did their own thing and, you know, figured it out and gave their own names and all that other jazz. Mm-hmm. So, like, the Arc, Archangel Michael uh, translate to Oya. Mm-hmm. And, what and, is that not mind-blowing? Are you freaking right, serious, right? mama? Yep. That's so hilarious. And then Gabriel, and then Archangel Gabriel is, uh, I wrote down, Ishu. Or Elegba. Ah. Or, or Elegba. 
Okay. So those two. I need you to send me that. I got you. So I, you I know, saw Archangel those Michael. I'm really close to Archangel Michael. So let me find out. It was really just well, like, well, okay. Yeah. You want to translate? So when they right. got you whoever made up Archangel, Archangel Michael instead of me, then here Archangel yeah, Michael. That's a, well, that's what I do. What I try not to do is to judge. You know what I'm saying? When it comes down to spirituality, like I said, that everybody has their own language Things and their own way of expressing it. It's an energy. So right. I try to hone on what the energy is right. and focus on that. Then the whole black white thing, because you know Archangel Michael is white. I try to I try to steer away from that. Girl, but, I like Archangel Michael, so we ain't. But what she has said about me that you know what I'm saying is very profound, and I'm going to do my own little situation on this. She says that I have cognitive dis um, distortion around my performance and productivity. Which means that you thinking that one thing, but reality is you're really going hard in the paint, but you're not giving yourself that credit. I don't give myself enough credit. And I always, how, how, what does she say? Doesn't matter what I do. I feel like it's not enough. Right. Yeah. I'm saying because I have in my mind what six, what me being successful in doing this is supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm saying, um, not this is a an exaggeration of, of of what I think it's supposed to be, but like when you think about Jesus, you know, feeding you, you know what I'm saying, all them people with one with you know with one fish and, and not and, an exaggeration. What 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 I mean? Well, I don't literally, honestly, seeing myself taking one piece of fish and feeding people, but the whole imagery of me actually helping people. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I can actually say something and actually take your resources and, and make it. And make it happen. Absolutely. So if this person is hungry, I can actually feed them. Because that's this what we person, think. yeah, if this mm -hmm. person needs a place to stay, I can actually provide them that. Yes. So that's what I see as really helping and really fulfilling my purpose. Right. Because I can't, it's not, it doesn't look like that right now. I tend to feel like I'm not doing enough. Right. Know? And I'm, you know what I'm saying? It's not working. So yeah, cognitive distortion, because you know, we got cognitive dissonance. So that really um, honed down, you know, for me and with what I got going on and how, and like, again, expectations, like I said, they'll fuck you up. Right. I have these expectations of myself that are un they're unrealistic mm -hmm. and, I gotta, and I have to chill with that in the moment. And I didn't, yeah, that was a hard pill for me to swallow too. When my spirit started telling me, you know, to make more realistic goals. I'm like, but it is realistic because I can see it. So what are y'all talking about? Like, you're saying that it's too big, but y'all the ones who giving me the vision. And what they really mean is just enjoy the journey. Don't try to just jump to what you've concluded is the final end game because the final end game could be so much more. So just stay in the present moment and be grateful and enjoy day by day. You know, don't go ahead and try to plan out something that we ain't tell you to do. You know, like just enjoy the process, the journey, the in-between, it's the sweet spot because once you get to the finish line, then what? Right. It's the in-between that's the enjoyable part, you know? Not the day you're born or the day you die. It's that mm -hmm. whole middle section. So. Absolutely. Well, I shade to that and I'm going to listen to, you know, the archangels, the orishas, and all of them. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, go ahead, sis. Tell them where you at. Tell them where to find you. All right, team. So you can find me at love at gmail.com is my email. You can also find me at the energy model on Instagram, the alignments um, with the energy model on um, YouTube, and then Misha's Love Tribe on Facebook. Um, and then, yes, contact me through email if you guys need any healing services, Reiki services, readings, um, spiritual guidance, coaching. And yes, and then I have Linktree. And so my Linktree is at the energy model. And so, yes, reach out to me if you need me. I love you guys and I appreciate you joining. All right, all right. Well, you know where you can find us at Amsterdam <laughs> Network on Roku TV. You know, we have a plethora of content, you know, for your healing needs. Always on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. and Thursdays at 9 a.m. You will have us, Soul Sister Therapy, Child of Trauma Podcast, where we are pulling back these layers and we are learning to heal so we can grow and we can change, you know, the next generation. Mm. How we help with that is Sundays with Spirit. Every Sunday night at 9 p.m., 33 Master Teacher comes through um, with all of the messages from your ancestors. 
Okay. All right. Well, we enjoy. Uh, yes, I enjoyed the journey too. Kahim, I love him. I'm sorry, guys. You know, I always gotta answer him when he when he says something. Yes. Like, you don't understand that. I think he's like 17 years old. I just. Oh, yeah. we love just, it. Yeah, we yeah. I'm the brother. oldest and he's the youngest. It's just like the dopest thing. Um, you know, I'm saying in the middle. But yes, yeah, Sundays with Spirit. He's right. Future. Yes. Sundays, 9 p.m. Make sure you tap in. Like they always say, whenever you show up, that's when the message is for you. So yes. make sure that you tune in every Sunday night. Also, you know, I like to pop up with the truth. Tell True Vision Social Media Live is where I tell my simple and unapologetic truths, my perspectives on things. Um, yeah, I can't change our minds about everything, but I can give you my perspective and hopefully you can open your mind. And you know what I'm saying? This information. You know what I'm saying? Can broaden your perspective, you know what I'm saying? So we can live a more fulfilling life. So that is the true um, point of social media live um, tell true vision. So make sure you tap in. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you have all your notifications ready because I'm just going to pop up on you with the truth. Okay. So also, we have an exclusive um, TV show called Behind the Bar. Okay. This is produced by Banked Out Radio Show. If you are from Macon, Georgia, you absolutely know who Andreas Cook is. Okay, he is out here doing amazing things in the media section. I could not do this without him. He's fucking awesome. Okay, so make sure you tune into Behind the Bar. The first season is up. I believe it's about seven or eight um, episodes. So check that out. This is an opportunity for you to make drinks at home. So, you know, everybody's trying to do the virtual thing these days. You know, some people ain't mm. still ready, ain't ready to go out. So you can bring the party home. You can have your girls' night bachelor parties. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Girls, not however you want to do it. But you can go and have fun, get your little cocktail on at home in your living room with your people. Mm -hmm. All our little alchemists out there. You know, you like There you go. There you go. So behind the bar, make sure you tap in. And last but not least, Inspire Interviews. I meet amazing people all the time and I want to show them to you. So if you are someone who's inspiring, you have an inspiring story, you have a business, you know what I'm saying, that's popping and has needed some exposure, hit me up. We're trying to, you know, we're trying to put you on. We're trying to get some eyes on you. You know what I'm saying? I want to show other inspiring people to the world. So mm -hmm. Inspire Interviews will be the place for you. All right. If you are a content creator, we are looking to advertise on Roku TV. We have multiple shows and content to fit your advertising needs. Okay. So definitely hit us up, 478-318-6933. Or email us at Content. 999 at yahoo.com. That will forever be funny. <laughs> yeah, you got to make sure we emphasize on that. All right, we got three packages. We have three months, six months to a year for mm. all our content creators. Okay, I know Hulu is popping. I know Netflix is popping, but we about to make Inspire Media even more popping. Yeah. So, so we, want, we, we want you on there. So hit us up if you're interested. And if you want to advertise your business on any of our multiple shows, Okay, we can grow your business with us. All our digital marketing agency team support you in all your projects so that you can achieve your objectives. All right. So contact us, like I said, 478-318-6933 or email us at AmspireContent999 at Yahoo.com. All right. Oh, yes. And her pretty face. So that's <laughs> all we got. And we love, love, love y'all. We will be back uh, next Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Yes, sorry, you guys. Let me just give a little update to you. I wasn't trying to miss last Tuesday. I injured myself. The moral of the story is don't go hiking, go to the gym, and go stepping in hills all weekend with barely any water and then carrying huge backpacks and expect not to hurt your back. Also, I think it was a manifestation of stress that I was going through. So be mindful of when you're stressing the potential effects that it can have on your body because your body will manifest those feelings, you know? That's my tip for today as far as energy. All right. <laughs> what she has said, so I'm glad she is better. And... Whatever we talk about is going to be on her. So, <laughs> yeah. So, Tuesday is trauma bind. Trauma bind. Right. He gave um, us the topic for next Tuesday. So, tune in next right. Tuesday as we talk about trauma bonded relationships. Trauma bonded relationships. I say we on it. So, we love, love, love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Keep healing. Be inspired. And peace. Peace.